Very like southern droll there. He did, didn't he? We're gonna be line dancing. <laughs> Howdy, y'all! Welcome to the board game gateway podcast. We so have to do the board game dedication. We have sexy talk that counts on. Oh no! Ah, oh, all right, good. Oh, no, I've lost it again. Remember, your neighbor. Just so I we don't have that problem again. Sure, you threw, that's right. You threw me off because you're like, my name's Steve. We talked about this, and my mind legitimately went, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I made that millisecond moment. No, we didn't talk about I knew, it. I knew he was joking, but my brain still went, did we? <laughs> <laughs> my mind did. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Matt. I, I totally forgot we were doing a bit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Board Game Gateway Podcast, episode number 20. Woo! Oh, yeah. So should we be doing a you, shot if it's 20? Why haven't we got one? Now I feel really dumb. No, I think we should be doing it after, though, because like right. we haven't We'll never get released. through this if we start drinking. Exactly now. right. If <laughs> uh, this is the first time you're tuning into the Board Game Gateway Podcast, this is your entryway into board gaming, tabletop gaming, and fun times. And responsible drinking. And, and <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just tack that on the end. I didn't uh, sign up for that at all. Oh, okay. And uh, my name is Neba. I'm your host for this evening, and I'm joined once again by my lovely co-hosts, Mr. Matt. Hello. Mr. Ralph. Hi, everyone. Mr. Blake. My bit's been stolen. <laughs> again. <laughs> it just slipped out. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't help it. Sorry, I'll start with you next time. Yeah, I sorry, Mr. Blake. <laughs> Hi. Oh, <laughs> subtle oh, there. oh, and for the second time in our podcast's history, a uh, we have a guest joining us. Uh, the mm. lovely Georgie is behind the mic. You who? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Like I don't know. That was a little bit. Uh, she wasn't sure if she should commit to it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I really was. Uh, for those of you who are watching the podcast, uh, you can go and watch this over on our YouTube channel. Uh, so go and check that out. But Georgie is my wife, and she's here for a very, uh, a very specific reason tonight. She currently has a piece of information hanging over the top of all of our heads. The, tonight we're going to be revealing the board game gateways top ten gateway games. Georgie, you've had this information for the past week. How are you feeling about it? got so much power <laughs> she does so we talked about this on episode 19 last week's episode but essentially we have all uh written down individually our top 15 gateway games that we believe would be uh for for whatever reason we think these games would be the best games to get people into board gaming yeah we did all that individually as well yeah, yeah. we did that all individually so we wrote these out down our top 15 games in no particular order and then we sent these through to georgie <clears throat> individually from there georgie collated all of the games and gave us a pool of games georgie how many games did we end up having on that list 37 37 games is so we had quite a few duplicates out of a maximum of 60 37 was the pool that we ended up with. That's well, pretty good. In, mm. in saying that, though, only one of you can count to 15, it seems. I got 13, 13, 14, 15. Oh, okay. Yeah. You gave me 15. I did. 
You did it wrong, Nee. <laughs> Is this another bit? Is this I, another I could have sworn I only gave 10, so the fact that I gave 13 is pretty good. Thanks uh, like so, stands. <laughs> so once we had our pool of games, Georgie then put those into the Pub Meeple ranking engine. She then sent the link to all of us, and then we had to rank all of the games. From there, the rankings of the games, we sent them back to Georgie with the official ranking, and then she would basically... Uh, we basically did it so that if the our number one ranked game was worth one point and the 37th ranked game was worth 37 points we then basically put those pools together and the per, the game that had the lowest score so like golf rules became our number one ranked game so that is essentially how we got to this point from there she's now had the information <laughs> On the night that we... It was 11.15 at night that I think the <laughs> final person, which was Matt, sent in his list. And Georgie, we were literally... We went to bed and Georgie got the ping from Matt. She literally bent down to the side of her bed, picked up her laptop and immediately put in your list to get make sure she knew what the answer was. <laughs> <laughs> Getting quite and heavy in the bedroom, I see. <laughs> yeah, we Nothing do. gets neatered on, like, lists. Yes, yes. <laughs> Statistical analysis. <laughs> so George holds it over him every night. She went over, guess what I'm doing right now? Making the top ten. Ooh. <laughs> Why don't I invite my That's wife? lost. Oh, no. Why don't I invite my wife on this podcast? This is... Nothing. She didn't even, yeah. She hasn't even contributed. She, she's yeah, just like, it's funny because it's true. I'm shitting on you. Do you know what else is funny? Hey, George, how many podcasts have you listened to of ours so far? Well, look. No, we're after. This, is, this we're, isn't we're, a good start. We're, 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 we're after a, a numerical value between zero and 19. Cute. <laughs> the thing is, like, she's in the house most of the time. That is we true. Record she gets it. to hear it live. Yeah, look, I'm your number one fan. Like, no. Nah, oh, oh, well. <laughs> okay, so I'll Even be downstairs. You didn't <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I'll be downstairs and I'll hear bits of what you're talking about. So last week, I know for a fact, no, it was a week <laughs> four, oh. you were talking about giant Jenga. And you referred to that was two weeks ago, yeah. yeah. But yeah. but we did cut that from the episode. We did. Oh, it that's did actually awkward. Get, <laughs> <laughs> did you actually get cut from the episode? So the audience went. Well, <laughs> she's like, she doesn't listen at all. And I'm really sorry Giant for sending Jenga. you that personalized message saying you're getting a shout out in the next podcast because you didn't. Because oh. they cut it. Oh. Uh, there was a, a whole bunch of stuff that that was one of those weird episodes where editor Neva had to make some the first cuts. I'm like, oh, I don't feel good about it, but we had to because that went for nearly an hour and forty. That one, that was yeah, all. yeah. It was just to prove a point tonight. Really, he knew you were listening at that point. <laughs> now, before we get into the list, though, Georgie, you have played quite a few games on this list, though. Mm-hmm. You you gave us a percentage point of how many of these games you have I played. Have- Played sixty two point zero four percent of these games. Wow, she even wow. Got two, wow, two decimal points. List yeah. and statistical analysis. Whoa. And I have Whoa. played sixty six point three percent of the top ten. That's pretty good. That's pretty high. I don't even think I've matched it that high because there's a lot of games on here that I have not played. So did you vote for them in the top ten then? I don't know. Well, I, I did this as an objective vote. Right. So like I did it as what would I think be a, a great gateway game is how I did my vote. That's how I did mine too. I yeah. was very much on there are a couple of these games where I'm like, these normally wouldn't make my top ten, but if I'm truly being objective about what I think is actually a really good gateway game, I would probably pick this game. There's a couple of those on my list. Too. Yep. So 
So Georgie does know quite a bit. Uh, she has been my willing uh, test subject for a lot of these games. She actually does get the, uh, she has her own seal of approval. She's got the wife's seal of approval. And uh, a lot of our friends actually go to Georgie, Georgie, is this a good game? And if it gets her tick of approval, that's better than what is it, the spill digaris or something? Yeah, <laughs> you, you got it. I don't even. He's, oh, no, he's no, no, no. I, I don't mean to steal no, your no, thought. You're taking my bit now. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Now I understand how Blake feels. <laughs> doesn't feel good. It's just it? so no. disappointing. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel good. Anyway, okay. Look, this this episode could go on forever with us just uh, just talking crap. So instead of that, we're going to get into this. And so we're going to start with number 10. We're going to work our way up to the number one game. And then we're going to come back and talk about some of the ones that we think missed the game. Now, if you want to know what the full list of 37 games is, go to our website, boardgamegateway.com. We're not going to read them out here. Um, but the full list of what we could have picked will be available um, for you on the website. Actually, um, what we did tonight, just we just sort of thought of this beforehand. Um, we decided to do from that list of 37 games, which you can see on our website, we made our own little board game bingo. So if you want to play along at home with this list, feel free to print that out or just jot your own little games on here from the list and play along with us. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll, that'll all be available on the website. So thank you for giving me more work, me and Ralph, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm looking forward to this one. But with no further, without any further ado... Let us get into the Board Game Gateway's top 10 gateway games, starting with number 10. Okay. <clears throat> so, number 10, I have played. Ooh. 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 Production value. I Ooh, created slides. a slideshow. Wow. <laughs> really good for audio podcast again. Slides. Yes. YouTube channel. You can see the slides. Uh, number 10 is. A blank slide. The Mind. The mind. Ooh. The Mind comes in at number 10. So for those of you who've never played The Mind, it is a cooperative game where we are literally trying to play cards from 1 to 100, but the kicker is we can't speak. I am not surprised to see that there. No, I think it had to be there somewhere. It's one of my favourite gateway games. It's so simple, so easy to play. You see, whenever we get it out, you see people playing it from young all the way up the age, the age ladder, and just such a good time everyone who plays it i've seen has had a good time with this game there is a second version of it called the mind extreme which is currently sitting on the shelf of shame with the plastic wrap still on it but you have to go both directions you play two decks okay. at the same two time decks. so and one's I'm going nervous. from 100 to one and the other one's going from one to 100 and everyone has to see that's my face too yeah, the, the, <laughs> numbers, podcast. the numbers and are different colors the, so, mine is yeah. hard enough as it is yeah why, like why does it need to be hard hence harder? why it's still wrapped in the plastic i'm like oh that's cool and then i looked at it and i'm like mm. well, look i'll be keen to try it because i've actually beaten the mind once with <clears throat> with three people um and now we kind of feel like yeah we've done that why should we play it again but mm. now the, with this version i'm like I'm keen to give this one a go. Yeah. Because now if someone's look given, they're looking at me and they're giving me the look like you should play your card. I don't know which one they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think our family there's there's too much of a chaos element for us to ever actually defeat the game. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Well, there's that. That's that's part of the problem with the mind. It's too quiet. I better say my number now and stuff everybody up. <laughs> I don't think we've ever gotten more than I don't know nine nine in a row. 
That's it, doesn't, it doesn't help when we play with eight players. Well, that's we right. We, yeah, we don't no. play with three people. We the, play with yeah, it, says, it says two to six. I the classic one is when you get someone with a 99 and someone with a 100 and both people <laughs> don't want to move. And so you yeah. just watch the person with the 100 just go, I'm never moving. And yeah. then the, you just slowly watch the 99 person crack under the... <laughs> it is fun. Maybe. Anyway, the mine. Yeah, it's a great number game. 10. Not surprising, I ranked it at number six. I did my top 10. So I'm not surprised to see it up there. I've... Um, Prior to starting tonight, I've also asked the boys to predict their top three and the last game of uh, the lowest ranking game, mm. so number 30. So just, yeah. Okay. Well, the mine comes in at number 10, so that means we'll move on now to number nine. The position of number nine is occupied by two games, Ooh. both of which I have played. They are a game that out of the three people that nominated it, no one could spell it. <laughs> and that is Gunshot Clever and Space Base. Oh. Wow. I think that's a fair pairing at the same position. Yeah, I um, I didn't actually have Space both, Base ranked in my top ten. Both dice games? Yep. Yep. That's actually really, really quite tidy, isn't it's it? It's quite fitting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like we, did, we did that on purpose, hey? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. I yeah. didn't, I, I didn't put that, I didn't put space space down in my bingo. I did, but I'm pretty yeah. sure I ranked it in my top thirteen or fourteen or however many numbers I gave. I, I just, um, that was me playing the game a little bit, like knowing the room, yeah. Um, because I'm like, you guys love space space and guns from clever when, when we played it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Ma- Matt actually had. Sp- were you talking about Space Base then, sorry? Or Gunshot Clever? Space Base. Space Base, Matt had ranked as third in his top 37. I, I don't think I gave you a list in order, though. Did I? Oh, in my 37. Did. The oh, the right. Website, the website put, yeah. gives you an order. You I didn't did. put Space Base on my bingo card. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The um, Blake, horror. Blake had it at Oh, Blake six. and I are winning. <laughs> um, Ralph had it at 16th and Nee had it at 28th. Joe, did you know what we refer to as, uh, what we refer to Gantron Clever as on this podcast? That's pretty clever. <laughs> it's, obviously not. She does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> Sexy Yahtzee is, the oh, word, is what we yeah, were Yeah, I feel for. that. Yeah. All right, so number nine. Boy, that's embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed that the news of me not listening to your podcast has just come out. Uh, Secretly, we knew. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so space base, the lottery machine, dice game, and uh, Gartron Clever, or that's pretty clever. Also known as Sexy Yahtzee. Great games, I think, to make the top, uh, the top ten. Mm, okay, perfect. so let's move on to number eight. Number eight is also occupied by two games, um, but and this is the last sort of double duplicate feature. double feature for the the top ten. Uh, and I have only played one of these two games, one of which is a new favourite of mine. Wow. Oh, no, wait, I lied. Oh. That's incorrect. I Well, it's not a new favourite. I've played Ticket to Ride many times, but I haven't played Drift. Nice. Um, and Ticket to Ride was one where, for three people, it sat within their top ten. Uh, so Ralph had it at number ten, Blake number three, Nee number five. But then, right at the other end of the scale, Matt had it at thirty-four. Ticket wow. to ride. Yeah, yeah. It's not the most exciting game to play for me. It's it's not, but it definitely is that staple to board gaming. Uh, look, I think that if we were to contact is it James who designed Drift yeah. Yeah, and tell James. him that his game ranked alongside Ticket to Ride, 
that's a pretty big compliment considering to go yeah, definitely. It's yeah. practically one of the Golden Triangle. I know it's not, but it's it's up there with a um, with the um, uh, standard uh, games. I'm honestly not surprised to see Drift creep into our top ten, yeah. given just no. how much how, fun we had. How simple this game is, but also. I, I really want to play it in person because I do think actually putting the gears in person and like moving stuff around mm. Blake we just introduced it to Blake the other night so he fo- got finally a chance to play it with we actually played it at four mm-hmm. I will say that at four players with our group it did actually feel like very hard to pass people whereas with three players when we played it it did feel I mean like you for that first race were actually in last for quite a bit of it so um, yeah like I mean it, what do you I mean, we don't want to go into it too much because we've got some other games to go into. Well, uh, but... I know I know, I made quite a few mistakes. I didn't use drift points when I was maxed out a couple of times just due to the lack of... T- I didn't quite get that system for the first little bit, but I had fun the entire, entire way through. Um, and the Tokyo Drift soundtrack playing in the background provided by Nick <laughs> <It's> was <fun. laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I will say I do understand why you put Ticket to Ride so far down, but I do think it is one of those... It's just so easy to because it's just three actions. It's just pick pick cards, play cards, maybe get a new route. That's really the whole game. It's like the monopoly of four people that actually like board games. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> that justifies where I put it on the list and not where the other three put it on their list. No, I but no. like I understand I what you're saying. It's yeah. like it's like a kind of it's a big box game. It, well, I don't know if it's a big box game. It I don't is. touch the other stuff. If, on if the it's shelf. In, in half a KA, I think. We'll no, it's, it's a it's a full it's a one KA unit. Oh, yeah, right. It is it's a one solid KA. It's a yeah. one KA. Is that, is that a unit of measure? Yeah, we literally <laughs> came up now. with it on the last TM. podcast. TM. Um, on the last podcast on episode nineteen, Batman. we came yeah. up with. So it's like the hole in a Ikea Calyx yeah. shelf. I caught on. Yeah. It's impressive. You watched like five. You listened to five minutes of last week's one, I guess. No. Yes, okay. of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, have um, I just have a question about drift with four players. Did, slipstreaming did that happen a lot? No, no. it did not happen okay. once. Really? And okay. I want because I'll be trying to like fight to get myself in a position to slipstream. Yeah. Look, it didn't really happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I would be willing to try it again at four. Mm. But I but did also. But the, ver- the also the very first game as well. I went from start to finish without really being overtaken. Like I, right. it was a like I won hand <clears throat> from start to finish. So nice. there is. A, I would be interested to play it with us four, having now everyone had multiple plays. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah, Drift, cool. I, it is honestly, it it needs a publisher. Mm. And if you are listening to this, going, oh, what is this game? It's got one. It does. Yeah. Well, they um, they need to put it on Kickstarter or get it going because it deserves to be on people's shelves. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like yeah, it's I a great game. I, yeah, if you get a chance, go to, to to Tabletop Simulator, put on your best Tokyo Drift music, and give this game a go. It really is a lot of fun. All right, so that was Drift and Ticket to Ride at number eight, and now we're going to shift over to number seven. And I believe from this point onwards, Georgie, it's just all single games. Correct. Because she said there was twelve, and now we already have the doubles. Well Ooh, done. He, he he is good at math. Yeah. Ooh, he maths does good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh! Alright, so at number seven, what do we have, Georgie? At number seven, we have just one, um, which is. When did we get this? Maybe a few months ago. I got it before Christmas because we took it to Jeringong. There you go. The wow, last it's year. been a year. Yeah. <laughs> just one, though. Just one. Just one. So next on the list is just one. Um, see, I struggled, like. 
I know, you know, you you guys get this, but from the list, there there's still a bit of a difference between gateway, but also verging on party board game versus let's sit down and, and play oh, a board mm. game. It's, so a, it's a wide I really, description. Yeah, I really like this game for a, there's a big group of people who want to play something. Mm. We played it on the weekend. Mm. Um, we weren't even at the table. They had like four people on the couches and we we're just sitting around literally. Yeah. It was really funny though because we did say, I'm like, okay, we play 13 rounds and, you know, if we get 13, that's amazing. And they're like, ah, oh, 13 out of 13, easy. We got the first four wrong. I'm like, oh, we're a great start, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, oh this good. I will admit, this was my number one gateway game. This, yeah? this ended up being, this was my number one ranking. So I had it as like this is one of those games that for this reason you can just whip it out at a party. Yeah, you know? I've shown this to the family many, many times. It was a hit straight away. Um, it's really good. I've played it so much. I think I recognize a lot of the cards, so I do need some more variety. In it. <laughs> Get on that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually a bit surprised to see it at number seven. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I'm also part of my heart was like, oh, it's good. Oh, I, be, it was kind of interesting. Lake had it ranked at 29th, so that would have bumped it right down. Like, oh, there's, there's, there's always one, isn't there? There's always there's one. just one. That's I, fine. Just one in this case. I haven't played this game. That's why, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I've heard it talked about a lot, but my bottom section of this list were games that I just haven't played. Yeah, um, I wasn't able to give them a fair ranking. Yeah, um, this one was above the others because I've heard about it and I've heard it talked about, but I couldn't rank a game that I haven't. Yeah. played myself above games that I had. That's yeah. a fair ruling. That's also a fair I ruling. I felt like that about a couple of these, but I just know they're good gateway games. But yeah. again, the ga- the games I have played, I've voted for those. <laughs> <laughs> just one as well. If you've never played it, it's very simple. It's a co-op word guessing game. It's like you just can give one clue and then people are going to write down one word and that's it. You can, and then, but you don't want to write down the same word as someone else because you want to have just one word of the clue. So... It's really simple, very easy, great game. All right, yep. it's number seven. Then we move on to number six, which is Georgie. Have I? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no! No, I'm looking at the. Yep, got it. Great. Number six. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Look over there. I'm glad. Uh, number six, we have Ooh. Long Shot, the dice game. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So um, this one was not on my bingo card. It may not have been in my top 10, but I was really impressed with this game when they introduced it to me. In fact, um, one of my friends who's actually a longtime listener of this podcast, I saw him, um, his name's Adam. I saw him at the wedding I was at recently. I haven't seen him for ages. And he's like, Ralph, I listened to all the episodes of the podcast. I can't wait to play Long Shot the Dice Game. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I will say the one downside about Longshot is that the teach for brand new players can throw people off at the start. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, there's like, yeah, you only have six things to do, but it can confuse people mm. where it's like, well, you mean I can choose one of these things to do based on this? Like, yeah, but but it is ridiculous fun. It's so much fun. And it honestly was one of the bit, one of the highlights from our uh, uh, gamer meetups and, and yeah. uh, MacArthur board game meetups because we had full eight players mm. and people were just moving horses randomly and you're just like please let my horse win <laughs> yeah so <laughs> no back you go three <laughs> spots well he goes four three spots huh? now someone else no he's going back three spots <laughs> no. imagine if horse racing was actually like that horses had to run backwards <laughs> what the hell is going <laughs> on out there <laughs> 
the horse's name is Michael Jackson or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I love it when a game, the theme makes you f- like brings the game to life through yeah. the mechanics, and this game shines for that. Definitely, yeah. this game was just a ridiculous amount of fun. That's the best way I can describe it. F- ridiculous is probably one of the best the best description words for it. I think. Yeah, I can't wait to get this game myself. It's I really so do like as well the footprint of this one as well. It's very small. Yeah. So what we call like a VHS or some like a book bookcase game or something mm. like that. It feels like a book or something. So. How many KAs would that be? Oh god, sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have gone to imperial <laughs> measurements. The imperial. Wait, I think we need to do a Georgie go like two two decimal points. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's thirty three point three three percent something like that. Oh, okay. So that was number six, which is Long Shot the Dice Game. Now we move on to the big boys. The top five. Top five. Number five. Number five. I'm happy to see this one here. I haven't played it for a while, um, but it's probably one of the ones that made me start loving board games. Um, she said love. Be cool. She yeah. said love. She did. What yeah. is it? Well, I mean, look, I had to learn to... T- I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can just it. just yes, reveal yes, the yes. thing <laughs> quickly. Okay. Sushi go. Oh, yeah. Hey, I love nice. sushi go. Play the game, not the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. We've now just found George's epitaph. <laughs> Play the game, not the pudding. Oh, that's, a that's great, awesome. This is another great, game. A great story behind that one too. <laughs> This is another game where it shines through the mechanic of itself. Mm. You know, if it wasn't card drafting, it wasn't a sushi train. <laughs> Absolutely. So Sushi Go is, as Ralph said, a card drafting game where we're just basically picking different things off the sushi train. Like, yeah, uh, you want nigiri, you want, uh, you know, tempura, you want to have chopsticks, you know, you want to have the soy sauce. And there's a whole bunch of stuff. Really simple game. Uh, really plays really well at seven. Plays at six or seven. Plays in the base box. Yeah, I've, I've got the deluxe one. I think it yeah. gets to eight. I think. So you go party. Is I that think it's even more than eight because yeah. we played at. Um, would have been. Uh, it would have been. I think above ten actually. Yeah. Wow. At. It's so finicky to set that one up. Yeah, but it's it's totally the worth base it. rules. Are, but like, yeah, that's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm not surprised to see it up here because it's one that it's an easy teach. It's great fun to play, and also matching back to the themes, right? The 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 um, actual cards back and forth is really, really easy to catch up on as to, you know, like it matches the theme of the box, I should say. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think the Sushi Go as well really works really well with, like, you can do a lot of really fun, I love the variant Sushi No, which is basically you play the exact same game, but you don't want to score any points. The winner oh, is the person God. who scores the least amount of I've points. I've never tried oh. that. Oh, Sushi No is a lot of fun crack. because it's like, yeah. you're actually then like trying to figure out, okay, I want to take the sashimi, so like I, the three points, because then if I get two of them, then I don't. But then you watch people as they don't take the sashimi, so it's coming flying, and you're like, no, please God, no, don't make it to me. So there's a lot of fun stuff to have out there. That was actually my number two ranked game as well. Not so. to mention the art in this game is absolutely beautiful. It's, I love so it. it's very so cute. cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blake, this was twenty-one for you. Have you played it? I have, but only the once. Um, it was quite a while ago. I think possibly at the first Nebicon that I attended. Mm, Um, Look, I I think it's a fantastic game. Um, I don't have any problems with it. It's just, again, it's just so far back in the memory bank that other games sort of... Blake just hates the sea. That's all. I hate the sea and everything in it. (laughs) I can see this game being up your alley on repeat plays when there's different cards in the the game. And, you know, these games are all card synergies in a way. So, yeah, yeah, it's right up your alley, I think. Cool. Great combo, big points. (laughs) Yeah. 
There's a lot of big points to be had in Sushi Go. Definitely. Not so much big combo, but big points. Big yeah, that's points, true. Yeah. That's true. That's okay. That's probably why it's so... That's, why, that's, <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's back up. Exactly right. All right, so number five, Sushi Go. Now we move on to number four. Uh, number four, one that... I don't know if Matt has only started playing it or if it's reignited, but it was Matt's number one. Uh, and that's oh, Carson. Yeah. I just got a bingo. Oh, I'm one away from a triple bingo. <laughs> Damn it. So, oh, you got the diagonal. Congratulations, mate. He won. He won. Yeah, bingo. that's close. <laughs> what do I get? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> my, su- my support and admiration. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Carcassonne is one of the Golden Gate, the Golden Gateway games, as dubbed by the community. It is a very simple tile laying game. Has many an expansion. Uh, if you go back into a couple of our previous podcasts to listen to Matt talk about Carcassonne and uh, how it's kind of uh, taken over his family. Well, I literally bought the big box edition for um, for Christmas. Mm. Luckily, the kids don't listen to the podcast yeah, yet. I was so. thinking of that because I listened to last <laughs> week's episode and I'm like, oh, I hope the kids aren't listening <laughs> <Yeah>. to this. <laughs> they don't know what po- they're eight years old. They don't know what a podcast is yet. They don't have phones or anything. Thank goodness for that. But, uh, so, yeah, yeah, we're but, on YouTube. We're on the TV now. <laughs> oh, don't say that. If I've, if I've ruined Christmas, I apologize, kids. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, bought the big box, um, which has got like thirteen of the, well, all thirteen current uh, expansions in it. So yeah, it's it's taken over at the house, not not just for the kids, but also the grandparents love it as well. So yeah, and I learned on the podcast as well because Nee mentions it, it coined the term meeple yeah. um, in development of this game. So that was really cool. Yeah, it's just uh, you all doubted me with that I fact did. as well. I you did. all doubted me. Oh, look, to be fair, I, I do. I don't know if I doubted you. Ah, uh, you probably did. Probably did. Just to join the pack. You, Blake? I mean, you know, <laughs> did you doubt me? <laughs> well, did you doubt me? Did you like Carcassonne? Well, he he gives me quite a few reasons to doubt him. So, yes, <laughs> I do. This is true. Talk about diplomacy again. Here we go. <laughs> it's not that episode. We'll, we'll get back to that. All right. And now we come to the final three. So we have... I'm getting quite nervous about this top three now. Yeah, I, like, I'm completely like... I, I don't know what is going to be in the top three at the moment. Uh, but... Okay, let's get into it. Let's go. The co- uh, the cockroach program. I think I've got that as number three. That's why I'm looking at it. I've got it. That was my number three. I'd be surprised if it's up there. Is it number three? I, I, I reckon it's going to be in the top is three it? just to spite Georgie. That's, that's why it's in the top three. So, I've got, so that is my number three. But what I meant to say is let's get to the bronze medal. Let's see what's number bronze three. Bronze medal. Uh, number three spot is a game I have not played. And it is... Can't stop. Oh, yes. Yeah, By the red hot chili pepper. No, I mean. <laughs> 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 no, we'll get copyrighted because we sing it so well. Yeah. Did I, I didn't even put that down in my bingo. Oh, man, I'm a fool. You're I'm all fool. over the shop tonight. I'm a fool. Can't stop is a great push your luck dice game where you literally roll four dice. Uh, you're trying to move uh, up uh, basically the mountain. The mountain has. Uh, numbers from 2 to through to 12 and you basically push your luck you're basically rolling numbers banking in your um yeah banking in the um what am I the value to of the, the value, value of the values dice. and then if you uh you only ever get to bank or go after three numbers at any one time and if you roll the fourth number and you can't bank a number you immediately have to you, you, know, you lose your progress. You lose your progress, yeah, yeah. right? And we love this game. Plays we play it on board game arena all the time. Yeah, it same. takes two minutes. And the first couple of games you're always like, Alright, let's play. But then when you've got people on Discord with you, you're like, 
Go on. Yeah, go on. You won't do it. You wouldn't. You do, yeah, you wouldn't. You oh, i got to play this on Discord with you guys, <laughs> man. So, it's going to be so fun. We literally, Ralph, it turns into a whole no balls. Yeah. No balls. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, no I, think, dice. I think anyone who's listened to our podcast, not <laughs> Georgie, um, <laughs> would know that I mention this game quite often. I love this game. I can't give it enough praise. Yeah. I'm so glad to see it so high on this list. Yeah, I've only discovered it through you guys, and I started playing it on BGA, and now it's like whenever I have a spare 10 minutes, I'll, I'll just go on BGA and play this, and it's so addictive. It's so simple. I, I would love to play it in person. It's probably not as snappy, um, but, yeah, it works so well online. Well, the great thing about this, though, is that you don't actually... You could really just need four dice, a piece of paper, and then yeah. something just to keep you, like, you know, where you are currently located. Like, you know, mm. they have tokens and stuff in the game. Yeah, it's great, but realistically, you just need four dice. You can print off the sheet of paper for free, um, and they've got the thing. So this is a really simple game. Uh, it's one of my favourite push-your-luck games. It mm. really is up there. That's a really, that's a really, um, good, that's a really good I'm assuming it was in our top ten for all of us for these... Is that right? No, but can't stop. Yeah, and he had it at number twelve. <gasps> um, and uh, sorry, uh, Ralph three, Blake and Matt ten. See, I wasn't that far off. It was just you were still out. You were still don't out. you try and squeeze no. your way in there? No, that's fair enough. That's interesting. You how pushed your luck and you pushed it. That's number three. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> okay, then we move on to our runner-up. This is our second place gateway game georgie would you please do the honors i can uh second runner up again uh well, i don't know what i was gonna say it is <laughs> yeah. yeah had to be see this is one of those ones which again i love to play so much but would people think of this as a board game? This is the only, like it didn't make my top ten. Well, put it this way: it's still I think it's like seventieth or something on the top one hundred of beat board know. game. I know. Uh, it, it, it probably pushes the description of a board game <laughs> but, to its very but, zenith. Yeah. Thing. Would you put this as like a pool table? Would you see that yeah. like that? Because it kind of is for me. It kind of is. I know they do that in pubs in Canada because mm. uh, it's a Canadian-based game, um, but. Mate, if there's a you crocodile table that weighed as much as a pool table, that's pretty impressive. Well, this, this is cheaper than a pool <laughs> yeah, table. Well, I'm, 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 I've got to say, I'm not disappointed with the fact that this is in the top ten. Yes, you are. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it comes yeah. across in your voice, no, mate. No. I had so much fun playing this at the latest at Goobacon that you know, we next year for Goobacon, this is the game we're going to do the the, the, the competition. Like I said, right? I can we probably know like three or four tables. Now, yeah, exactly so. right. So I love this game. It's just. It just every time I was ranking it against something, I went, "Is this the game that I would use to introduce someone to board gaming?" And the answer always be, end up becoming, "No, it wouldn't be. I'd, I'd use something else." But then this would be a very early step of like, "Hey, let's." If I had a board, which I'm hoping to get at some point in the early year, this would be definitely a game. Once I've got someone around and we played a couple of games, and maybe we're just like, "Hey, let's try this fun, quirky thing." Mm-hmm. And I think that's how how I looked at it. See, for me, I would happily play this forever. Um, however, if someone was really enjoying this and they want to see what else board games has to offer, I will show them a game called Flick Them Up, Flick Them mm. Up, which is like a Western cowboy sort of thing. You have your five cowboys, I have my five cowboys, and you flick disc and you got to knock each other over. And mm. there's little things in in the terrain that shows mm. more of the board game yeah. world. And this is the gateway to that. Exactly right, and that's you're right. Which is that it, this is like 
a gateway but, to a dexterity sorts of game. Yeah. So would like, you would you classify chess as a board game? Because yes, if you yes. would, then I would classify this as a board game. I'm not game. saying I don't classify it as a board game. I, you're just, just saying, saying that I'm he just, doesn't classify it as a board no, game. I think we should go to Blade. Well, I think it's a board and it's a, it's, it's a game that's played on a board. So if you want to get technical about it, yes. And it but, does play on a table. Like, you could just put it on the table and Wait start a minute, he had, in, he had a butt. In let him, saying let him go. that, with few exceptions, which Ralph has already mentioned, board games don't... For me, if I'm describing a board game, it doesn't have that dexterity part of it as part of the main me- mechanism or, you know, it's, board games don't normally have that sort of, you know, you have to physically achieve this. It's, you know, you're, it's usually through card play or strategy or, you know, positioning on the so board. It's physical. It's yeah. Mental. Yeah, you know, it's a physical closer to that sort of sport definition rather than like like an air hockey or a pool. So, and yet it's our number two. I <laughs> number so two. I, I brought this over to Nan. They were very, very, well, very new friends at the time when I came over. Um, was it inappropriate of me to bring this to a board gaming day? No, no. We haven't even got to number one. We're having fights over number two. I think it's also I think it's also very telling right now that we're all very much going. This is surprised like half of the table that it's as high as it is. But it's yeah, a great game. It's number two, so that means we all oh. must have ranked it relatively high in the list, right? So uh, Ralph had it at seven, Blake four, Nee eighteen, and Matt four. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like my eighteen. See, Matt, we're in the same wavelength. <laughs> <here. laughs> Why can't I get as many points as we you though? It at the start, though, but like in my head, it was like. Would I have used this game as an introduction to board gaming for new players? And the answer generally was no, I would have introduced them to something else. Mm. That doesn't mean that I don't love Crocodile. I mean, after uh, GoomCon, I literally said to Ralph, can you leave it here for a couple of days so yeah, we yeah. can play with it? I think I went in with easy to teach, fun to play. Mm. Yeah, and this- I, I think that was my sort of spilled what spilled it can you, would you sir please thank you <laughs> that sort of definition you know quick quick to see, learn see, quick to start playing that was an yeah. award and you know that's <laughs> that's fun for these you know new players that don't have much experience with yeah. these games that's what i was uh, that's what i was aiming at as well oh look yeah no i love it very surprised to see it as high as it is i did expect it to be in the top 10 i'm just actually surprised yeah. to see it at number, number two, two but, is imp- but look impressive. this is this is completely impartial like you know this is we collectively <laughs> we collectively as a group have decided that this is our number two game so <laughs> therefore i guess it is the number two gateway game and now but in saying that there's only a position for one more above this there's only one number one right? there is only there one is only number one. one and it's not just one which i thought it was going to be but it's... no no it's snooker <laughs> 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 so, so Georgie, would you do this the honour and please reveal our number one gateway game? What was it, Ralph? Snooker. No, no. What was it? Uh, it was a scorpion. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number one uh, game Georgie, is cockroach poker. That oh. fucking hurt. <laughs> I just want to say I'm really, really sorry. It not. was just all it's a bit fine. of fun. <laughs> Uh, I've been sending Georgie gifts of scorpions and telling her it's a bat. <laughs> oh, cockroach poker number one. That's which is, gold. Which is a very simple uh, uh, lying uh, lying game. You know, telling fibs. Very simple. Take one card, pass it to another player, and tell them what it is. It's either it is either it or it's not. 
or they can look at it and then continue the lie or create a brand new lie. Take your pick. We actually have uh, a we actually have a let's play of this, a playthrough of it on our YouTube channel. So go there as well, check it out. Um, the audio quality wasn't too hot on that, but we're working on it. Uh, but you can see how fun, how much fun we had in that game. You'll it, also understand why we're so happy that it's number one at the moment. Oh uh, yeah, it, <laughs> and then Georgie had to announce it. Actually, this is this is the five. This is the five players we had playing the. Uh, that's right. She hasn't listened to a podcast, but she appeared in the video before for as well so. so the truth is that this is all just a ruse and they've just strategically created this you know <laughs> we'll put 37 in but everyone make sure that cockroach poker is number one you know what? that is so good i wish we did it yeah so cockroach poker was the only game where all four of you had it in your top ten. So wow. Ralph wow. had it as number one, Blake number seven, knee number three, three, and Matt number eight. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, I've shown this game to so many different groups through the years. Uh, like I said last time, I think I've had it for six years or so. Um, it's always been a hit. I haven't seen it floor flat with anyone that I've taught. Like, occasionally, it's, you, I show people a lot of games and it doesn't click with some people. This one's always clicked. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one solid. of those games. It's, it takes... I think why I loved it so much and it got as high as it did is because it takes the classic formula of... Uh, I think it, it takes the cr- classic formula of bullcrap, bullshit, the card games and stuff and basically simplifies it even more. It says, hey, you don't need to worry about figuring out or maybe if I say three of a kind or who's got what other cards. It's just one card. Just take one. Put one card in there and just figure it out and then from there you you know and i think that's why it's so good it simplifies it but doesn't lose the spirit of what this game would truly be about yeah i think so so matt got his prediction correct he guessed number one cockroach poker i mean nothing else was right but that one was uh and blake successfully guessed that number two would be crocodile yeah yeah so matt matt got two of the uh, top three with uh cockroach poker and crocodile in there Okay, so that means our Just not top, the right order. So that means yeah. our top ten list, starting from number ten, is the mind. Number nine is space base, and that's pretty clever. Number eight is drift and ticket to ride. Number seven, just one. Number six is long shot the dice game. Number five, sushi go. Number four, uh, did, did I write down number four? Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Sorry, I didn't write. I did not write it down. Should let's put that down. Number three is Can't Stop. Number two was Crocodile. And apparently the uh, game that we har- that we all think is the best uh, gateway game is Cockroach Poker. That's a great list. That's actually a really good list, guys. Yeah. i got to admit, I'm actually really super proud of us for coming up with this list. We've had this... In- we we came up with this two weeks ago. So if you're listening to this now and wondering why we're all a bit giddy about this, is because we've all wanted to know where these games would be ranked and so as we said this is all done uh like you know so all anonymous so there's been no hand holding of anyone in this no. one and so we've talked about this as well and we are this is going to be a yearly tradition we are going to do this every year where at the end of the year we are going to rank and do this exact same process and i think it'll be very interesting to see whether or not some of these games hold up whether or not some of these games we're looking at them through the uh, rose tinted glasses of having just played them mm-hmm. um, and they might be replaced by new games we find out absolutely. during the year yeah, yeah absolutely and that's why I'd be very interested to see whatever makes the pool um, so if you're listening to this as well so that's our list if you're listening to this and you're thinking my favourite board games 
weren't mentioned there. There are some notable misses that we uh, that didn't make the list. I mean, guys, we had code names didn't make the list, uh, didn't make the top ten. Love letter, King Domino, uh, the uh, patchwork didn't make it. Um, these are all some of the some big games. I like. I do want to mention that there are even some bigger misses because I want to mention a few games that are gateway games that did not even make. The pool of games. I actually went and had a look at this. this so if you, if you'll, you know, give me one second. So these are some of the games that did not even make our top thirty-seven games. Yeah, there's some games on here. Like Drift is a fantastic game. We've all only played it maybe twice, but it's mm. so good mm. and it's made our top ten list. That's amazing. Absolutely. I want to let you know. So people out there, to give you an idea, some of the ones that we actually did miss. Quacks of Quedlinburg mm-hmm. didn't actually make our pool of games, which I was actually quite surprised about. But again, like as much as we love that game, it's like, does this game pop into our heads like, as we're thinking of gateway games? Yeah, no, it, it doesn't for me. And me yeah. neither. It's not a game that I would say this is the first game. So another ones would be, for example, uh, Settlers of Catan never didn't make it into our pool. Splendor, Seven Wonders, uh, Takanoko didn't make it. The Resistance didn't make it. Azul didn't make it these are all games that we would think are very light fun games but if you're thinking oh that's a great gateway game i mean like 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 we said ralph like quacks of quellenbert love that game yeah. love it love it love it but it's not the game that pops into my head when i think gateway game any game where the word um ap or analysis paralysis could be mentioned in that game mm. quacks is one of them I wouldn't put it as a gateway game. Like, mm. you don't want people frozen in fear when you're yeah. introducing them a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things going on there. So, I mean, what about you guys, though? Is there anything that you are surprised didn't make the list that you thought may have been a bit higher that, uh, that um, we're looking at the list? Yeah, I honestly thought Love Letter would have been in there. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as, I know we haven't really mentioned it too much, but I really like King Domino playing that with young kids as well. Um, just yeah. the you know they're thinking about their health and thinking about oh if i go in tokyo now that's a bad idea so you get this like simple decisions um yeah so i was surprised that those two weren't in the gateway at all really yeah uh, there's nothing in the list as well in the um more in the puzzle category like in the um touring machine kind of category of games where you're you're solving so like the crypto or yeah like none in our in our top 37 none of that none of them appeared at all i think the closest you're going to get to that would be the unlock yeah possibly the unlock games codenames is also a bit of a puzzle Mm. Mm. i'm wondering if that is as well looking at this list though that's because i think those sort of games can be very polarizing i think Mm. if you're not a fan of like deduction Mm. logic puzzles like you would probably bounce off of those Hmm. really quickly and i think that's and that, the same as much as i love those games, a lot of people don't find the fun in that puzzle you know like we enjoy <clears throat> the chase the hunt and of actually trying to solve it first but a lot of people would just get very very you know they get put down i suppose but you know if they didn't solve it feel very very down on themselves i suppose so i mean it doesn't it doesn't really surprise me but that i wouldn't consider that we have that that kind of here are your clues given by the game side of things rather than by your teammates which i think codenames would probably fall under uh georgie are there any games in the top 10 that you haven't played that you're like really keen to give a go will that sound interesting to you um drift well yeah that that does sound like a hoot and can't stop sounds like quite a hoot as well i can't believe she hasn't played can't stop 
I thought we had played it on BGA Look, with her, a, uh, during COVID, the, but the, I the don't know. stat tap may hold it over my head and Nate will oh, turn to me and go, it's here, it's <laughs> on the book. But it, I, I can't I, I, recall. I won't, do, I won't do that during the podcast. Yeah. After the podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm going Keep recording. He'll mention it next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought something like trap words may have at least been on the... 37. I've never played that one. Oh, well, let me introduce you to a game. <laughs> please. Yeah, please do. not actually make my list either. I mean, yeah. that was the thing because, uh, look, and maybe on reflection, maybe there are some of these games where I'm like, maybe it should have been in that list because I yep. would actually probably, mm. like we took Trap Words to a, a party on Saturday night. A few people had played it, but a few others hadn't played it. Um, granted, I, at that point, it did actually make me go, hmm, maybe this is not a great gateway game experience for some of these people um you know who knows but uh yeah i am actually to be honest i'm actually very surprised uh, surprised that games like king domino and llama didn't actually as you said ralph didn't actually yeah. make in the top 10 i, I, I mean, thought llama was going to be there to I me mean, i'm assuming matt has llama in his top 10 rankings but it didn't uh, um it may not have been in my top 10 it's a little surprising if it didn't it would have be been honest. it would have been up there i don't know if it wasn't top 10 because it was one of the ones that i i and put to the list. Llama was ranked 22. Um, Matt oh. had it at 15. Knee, 26. Blake, 22. And Ralph, I, 33. I, yeah, look, I, I liked the game, <laughs> but I think there's a lot better gateway games even for the smaller See, I wonder yeah. if that I wonder if that says something about Llama about how simple that actual it's, game is. Yeah. Which is that maybe some people may actually go, this is too simple. Is this all there is? Hmm. I mean, because... Uh, look, but I mean, on that, it really should be the number one gateway game because it really is the entry point, right? This is yeah. as simple as it gets. But it doesn't get any simpler than this. But it depends who you're showing that game. Yeah, to. that's right. And I think there's something to be said about not just being introduced to board games and achieving the most simplest game. Mm. Like, it's actually quite satisfying when you learn a game and you're good at it, i.e. if Nick teaches me a game and I win because he bought the game, so he loses the game. That's how it works. Um, she loves and kicks my ass at uh, Dominion. Yeah? She yeah. is so good at Dominion where it's like, there's, sometimes she comes up with a, a, combo, a big combo, big point, and I'm like, I am... Like, uh, just okay. knock your king over, mate. Just yeah, walk away. Exactly yeah. right. So it's like it's 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 nice to be able to play games and feel a bit clever or feel like yeah. you're you've accomplished something. You've yeah. accomplished something, yeah. and I think like all of these are so different. Like for me, crocodile, I'm like, oh, I'm no sports. Like that's not my jam. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Dominion or King Domino or something where I can you know play a bit of a strategy is. I think that's also what, yeah, I I agree. I think that's maybe what plays to Llama's detriment. For example, I think maybe some people may think this is like, maybe I'm being babied here. Maybe this is too simple. Like, yeah, I get this. This Mm. is like, where's the, where's the meat? Where's the beef? Where's the, you know, the crunch to this game? And perhaps the reason that you're surprised is because I, I do talk Llama up because I play it with the kids and they love it. That's it. And even so it's even been a big part of our well, last, yeah. I don't know, two months worth of with yeah. podcasts, I'd say. And but, I've loved being able to start games with Jeeves, like, yeah, and she's getting it, and yeah. But here's the thing, right? Like showing um, games to kids of that age. You guys introduced Happy Salmon to me, um, and I thought I I love that game a lot better than Llama. And yeah. it still Fair. fits in that age category, Fair. right? Yeah, absolutely right. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's really interesting when I look at this list and I look back at, I'm looking forward to actually seeing a full graphic 
of these games side by side because I honestly do think that there is such a really good. Um, I think it's broad, going abroad. Oh no! Do you have Do you have the list? Georgie is Mrs. Stats. Oh well, if we could get the graphic of. I all haven't tempting. had a, a pause in the conversation for me to give you my stats yet. Oh, I have stats. oh there's more stats. Oh, there's stats. more stats. There's more stats. We actually haven't also asked Blake if there's any surprises for him. We've, we've, yeah, let's. let's we usually only talk to four people, and now there's Sorry. a fifth person here. So Blake <laughs> just left behind. Um, <laughs> look, I think other than. You already mentioned Love Letter, which I think was quite surprising. I thought mm. that, that might make the list. I think the only other one for me was a game that I, if it makes sense, I didn't think would make the list, but I thought would slip in there because of our last two event casts that we've done, it slipped into our list somehow, and that's Galaxy Trucker. Oh, yeah. It always it, it, it <laughs> slipped into I put into it down our... twice on my bingo card by accident. <laughs> it was that confident. <laughs> It was close. It was 13th. 13th. Wow. Okay. And actually, that's a lot higher than I expected it to be. Because be it slipped into our mm. board game draft and it slipped yeah, into my top 10. Top 10 it slipped so into it's... my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> well, but again, yeah, that's the thing, which is, again, like I love that game, but is it one of my top 10 gateway games? Again, and that's the thing. It was very interesting to go back and look at these lists and go, actually, no, I would probably rank that game in my top 10. Yeah. Over, like, for example, I would say Drift is a better game than Codenames, but maybe I got swayed by the fact that maybe more people like Code or play Codenames, so it's got so many mm. variants. Um, yeah. I think, though, with, with Galaxy Trucker, in its... Well, against it is... I know that I would only play it with a certain group of people. Mm, it's yeah. not one that I would give to everyone. Yeah, you, you've got to love the theme, and you've got to love the hunt, and and that that initial chase, you, and then there's a board game after that as well, after the build stage. Yeah. So you've got to have people who know games and want to play an actual game. Yeah, I That's, think it actually surprised me because I thought the same, but as soon as I explained the theme of it to someone, like we're making a ship out of junk. They're like, oh, yeah, let's give that a go. That sounds really interesting because everyone likes making something. Yeah. I think the thing that you've got to be aware of Galaxy Trucker specifically is everyone loves making something. A lot of people hate getting that something destroyed by absolute... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You have to be like, I just just spent the past three minutes in real time making this glorious ship. I've got all the cargo. And then one lone comet hits the reactor core and my whole ship exploded. This is bullcrap, right? Like, I think so long as you go into the game knowing that this is what you're in for, you've got to be okay with it. Like, your ship is probably going to be destroyed. It doesn't... Don't make it perfect. I think that's why I think a lot of people can be hit or miss in Galaxy Truck because a lot of people go, I like... I don't like. Uh, so I like putting the ship together. I don't like that it can just be destroyed by random chance. That's what I mean. Like there's the build stage, and then there's the actual board game that follows that, mm-hmm. right? which I think, it, yeah, not not to its detriment, but if there is that juice ex machina kind of thing where your game just ends, <laughs> that would suck. Absolutely. <laughs> Anything else, Blake, on your side? Uh, no, that was uh, that was it. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were games. That I think out of what I ended up having my top ten, I think maybe only two games difference from the actual top 10 list oh, that's really I interesting to, I, um, i've just looked at your sheet and i've seen you had takaido at top five and i had takaido at number nine so it was in my top 10 yeah well. I, that's one game that i really really enjoy but i didn't expect it in the top 10 i don't it's one of those games i pegged you guys as not enjoying as much as i did but i really love that I game i really like it too i think we should actually probably try and get that one going as well all right so from that, some, we've got some stats. Some stats. Yeah, so that's... And a, and a last place to announce, isn't it? Yeah, we yeah. also had to put in what we thought would come like last. So, so uh, um, I suppose just from a point standpoint, the number one ranked game was uh, 
had 19 points. Right, okay. And the last ranked game, so game 30, had 125 points. Mm-hmm. What a loser. From a nomination standpoint... Um, <laughs> what, from, <was> <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> from, from a nomination standpoint, uh, there was only one game that all four of you nominated, um, and that was Sushi Go. That's interesting. I would have thought there'd be at least two or three that we are all... No, all four of you nominated Sushi Go. Wow. And then Can't Stop, Carcassonne, Gunshot Clever and The Mind were nominated by three. And everything else was two or completely individual. Interesting. Um, Blake's number one ranked game was Ralph's number 37. I expected that. Yeah, and because I never played it, it sounded really interesting. That is our atmosphere, the board game. Yeah, and and look, it only topped my list because it was my personal gateway game. Yeah, Um, it's I've I've gone back and you know re gone over the rules, trying to look over it with a fresh set of eyes. They're releasing it, right? They are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've gone over the the DVD one, the one I used to play, just with a fresh set of eyes of what I now know about board games. Was it really as good? and I looked at all the rules and they're just simple rules. You know, mm. you roll the dice, you move, you do an action, you know, but there's this crazy guy who comes and in, interrupts your game. And I, I sometimes just open up a YouTube and just watch some of the things he does to you in the game. And I just end up laughing my ass <laughs> off. It's just, oh, okay. it's really funny. It's really campy. And it's just something that Sounds I cool. think that almost anyone would enjoy if I had the chance mm. to show it to them. Yeah. Um, the top four all began with the letter C. It's probably the most interesting stat oh, I have. Ooh. She's yeah. right. I had the letter right. A. <laughs> <laughs> I see what um, you did there. Yeah, see? And in <laughs> fact, you could say... I'll leave. You could say that <laughs> this podcast is proudly brought to you by the letter C because coming in at number 30 was Clank. Oh. <laughs> had it on my list. I had it down there at number 30. Yeah. I like the game. I just don't know if I could say uh, it. I've never played Clank. It's yeah. a deck, deck building race game, essentially. Yeah. It's very simple deck building mechanics. Uh, it's kind of a bit pushy luck as to how far you go in a, in a dungeon to steal some treasure from a dragon. Um, I really like this game. Would love to show you guys at some point. Uh, I think Nate's already played it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's really cool. I, I liked it too. Just I don't I don't rate it as a as a gateway. As a gateway game. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't think Clank's much without Ratchet. Okay, that's my last uh, one. That's oh, my last man. one. Oh, my oh, well, George, you audibly moaned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's on fire. Um, can, am I allowed to reveal a bit of a summary about... Sure. So these are the games that had the position of 21 to 30. Ooh. So we have 30 is Clank. Number 29 is Blockus and Zombicide. Number mm-hmm. 28 is Risk. 27, Patchwork. 25, uh, 26, uh, Welcome to... 25 was King Tokyo, King of Tokyo. 24, Land, Air, and Sea. Atmosphere, up to 23. Oh, that was Air, Land, and Sea. Oh, sorry, yeah. Air, Land, and Sea, so not the other one. Uh, 22 was joint between Lama and Dominion, and 21 was Lords of Vegas. Hmm. Yeah, Lords of Vegas, I feel like, is a, a more of a complicated yeah. game. It's not really a gateway game. I expected yeah. Air, Land, and Sea to be a bit higher than that. I haven't played it, but... 
just from listening but yeah, to the podcast that you guys played, yeah, it's a really good. It sounded like a lot of fun. Sound like something I would enjoy. It's fantastic to play a dueling game with six cards, like really each. So it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's really good. So that was our thirtieth through twenty-first, and then our twentieth through eleventh came in as the twentieth was we put the unlock series all together because it's very hard to separate them. Uh, unlock and for sale come in at number twenty. Tortuga sixteen sixty-seven. At number 19, Baron Park. I think it's that. Baron uh, Park. Baron yeah. Park at number 18. King Domino at 17. 16 was joint between Pandemic and Telestrations. 15 was Codenames. 14, Formula D. 13 was Love Letter and Galaxy Trucker. There it is. Number 12 was Takedo. And 11 was Horrified. So, an interesting... Um, an interesting Hmm. I really need to show you guys um, Bristol 1350 I or think you do as well. It's, I, I've played both Tortuga in that one, and everyone prefers Bristol. Um, but in Sant, Tortuga is a fantastic game too. Yeah, so a very interesting, very interesting top, top ten, top twenty, top thirty. What was your thirtieth? Uh, I said uh, I said Clank and Atmosphere would be down there because I just think because the three of us haven't really played it since a yeah. long time ago. Mm. But I also put Clank down there because I'm like I don't think. For me, I was like, I just can't rank it high. I don't think it fits well with the the deck the deck building theme. I actually really like the game. I actually really had a lot of fun playing it. Reese is not going to be happy with me. The fact is, it's one of his favorite games. I think he's yeah, yeah. Good. I really like it. But too. I, I, so, I, I think though, I haven't like I don't even know what it was. So every time it came up, it didn't matter what it was against. I was like, mm-hmm. well, if I know the game that it's against, well, that's what that will got mm-hmm. the win. Same like I've never played Takato <clears throat> before. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and I think a lot of this again. So this is uh, you know. So if, if you're really only listening to us to the first time, what you're really learning about is that we're all coming to this from a whole bunch of different perspectives. And actually, this has been this year we've played a lot more games than we've ever played. And I think starting next year we're going to play even more games. Um, I think there's a lot more gateway games. Like we were at one point we we're like, oh, we don't seem to be smashing through gateway games but there are so many more hmm. games that we could actually be talking about as our gateway games of the week so there's plenty more i could add some to the list oh, oh there's some Please on do. these lists that i've played and i would consider gateway games even though i don't really know what that means but no i do she but <laughs> she's listened to the podcast yes. <laughs> give me an example do you have an example already of one of the games yeah she's or? got a list um well trap trap words i think could be added. Mm-hmm. Um, I also oh, there was one. She she just turned around to look at the board game collection because she's like, oh. oh wait, she needs to see it, but that's okay. I like sabotage. I like sabotage. Saboteur. Yeah. Saboteur. That one. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, um, I've got the expansion for that. Still new. I haven't opened it because the first base game is all you need, really. Yeah, pretty much. I think cues and cues is a good. I know that's kind of verging on party game territory. Oh, is it? Well, I don't know. We have we've played it that way. Yeah, but hues and cues, I think, would be see for the same reason that you would classify crocodile. Mm. See, I have a question on hues and clues. Yeah, I'm colorblind, so would that impede no fun for you? my ability yes, to play that? It yeah. really would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's really a would. shame. Yeah, so it's I not like really a gateway game. game for me. The the, the gates enough. closed. Yeah, yeah. gates closed. <laughs> and then another new one that I've enjoyed playing recently is. Isle of Cats, mm. but I don't know. Oh, Matt doesn't like Matt, it. Like, oh, it's just fucking cats. He, he, like, he, likes he doesn't the game. like cats. He doesn't like the cat. If it was Isle of um, Dogs, it'd be my favorite game. But again, you know, this is your jam. I don't know 
what quite meets the criteria of gateway. Like I get well, the gist. neither do we. If you look at their list, yeah, so we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, if you've made it this far in, I really yeah, we have to thank you. But I do think the official thing would literally be at this point after the top ten is like literally it's kind of like what we think we would get like we would bring to the table to show someone. Hmm who is new to board games, that this is a game that they may not be either intimidated by or just have a good time. Like, I think that's kind of what we're all trying to do at this point. I think our definition of a gateway game is something that we would, that other people would enjoy playing at a table with us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The party, the party games are great, but all of the games that are in our list, you would sit down without a television gun, something in the background, and just like we're doing now, have a conversation and a bit of a game. That's and, why and Atmosphere wasn't on the list, because the television's on. But you're right, Matt. Like anyone, I reckon anyone can walk into into the room now, and any one of these games, if it hits the table, we'll all play it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, and so with that, we are going to start wrapping up tonight's episode. I'd like to, first of all, thank our second ever guest, uh, Mrs. Georgie, sitting at the end there. Oh, well done. Thank you very much for joining us, and thank you very much for um, doing offering to do the amount of work that you have done. And the extra curriculum. I, I just did it. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Georgie loves lists. She she does. So we're gonna take these and images. Data. We're gonna take these images, and we're probably gonna put them on the website as well. So have a look. Uh, there will be an article posted on our website. that will have a lot of this kind of breakdown and some of this stuff as well. So that should be uh, a lot of fun. Um, but on behalf of myself and my three co-hosts, Matt, Blake, Ralph. We'd like to thank you very much for listening to the Board Game Gateway episode number 20. We did it, guys. We had our first major milestone. This is this when we started. Shots, 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 shots. Absolutely, let's go. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do that at the beginning of episode 21. I'd so, say so. Let's so, do it uh, Our 21st birthday. So next week is going to be our final episode for 2022. We are again going to be doing another little special one because next week is going to be our Christmas gift-giving episode. Uh, we are going to be uh, going through that episode. We'll take you through uh, that Next week. Next, Next week. week. Yeah. So if you like what you're listening, please go to our website, www.boardgamegateway.com. We have the links to all of our social medias, Facebook, YouTube, Discord, um, and all of the fun stuff there. So please go on and uh, check that out. But thank you very much for listening, guys. We'll see you in episode 21. Bye, Thanks, everyone. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it brings the differences in us. Yeah, for sure. Nothing wrong with lanyards. Before we do anything else, though, just.